Welcome to Real Buyer Reviews. I'm Tyler. And I'm Tara. We're a couple of nerds, and we're married duo. Every other week, we're giving our hot takes on our favorite games, food, movies, and more. And sometimes it's a little bit longer than every other week. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's whenever we feel like it. <laughs> we want so, it to be every other yes, week, and then life gets in the way. Yeah, and life so got busy, vacation. and then we were on vacation and last week. And then we get week. lazy. And then we got lazy again. Yeah. It's hard to uh, prioritize when it's not your day job. But this that's is, okay. This is true, but... It's a hobby. It's still fun. It's just something fun we can do. Even though this episode is late from being recorded, obviously, and that'll obviously delay it getting uh-huh. out, but also we said we'd record a show about TV shows and movies, like, yeah. almost two months ago, <laughs> and then Star Wars Day happened. Yes, that day happened. Thank you, Star it's Wars Day. Thanks, Star Wars Day. Thanks for existing. So, anyhow, we learned what we learned in the past month or so is that sunscreen is a good idea yes we're continuing well, um, the yes. trend of yes. learning things last time yeah. we learned don't stab yourself in the, the eye mascara. with mascara or the uh, mascara brush yes that does not keep me from not using mascara i still use it uh, but it took a couple days for my eye to heal that was great that was Painful. fun be careful out there. Be careful with yes. mascara so brushes. So what we learned on vacation last week, as we were sitting outside in the sun of the North Carolina Outer Banks area. Even if there's cloud cover. Yeah, you can still get You can fried. still get red. I, I mean, yeah. I don't think we really burnt. burnt. I got we just fried. got a heavy tan. A heavy tan. No, I got, I got burnt. Okay. I thought, oh, it's like... 3.30, 4 o'clock. We don't need sunscreen. Don't we'll trust Sit your judgment. Don't trust that type of thought. It's a southern <laughs> sun. It's not our Midwestern, northern, yes, mid- northern Midwest. I guess not. So, uh, lesson learned. Anyway. But besides that, we are digging into our favorite TV shows and movies today. Uh, so, I will start off with a couple of my favorite ones. Yeah, start, we'll start off yes. with some uh, movie. I, I think we've got a list of movies starting, yes. and then there will be some. Uh-huh. So, the first shows. is actually a TV series uh, that wrapped up probably four or five years ago. Downton Abbey. It's. Phenomenal, very um, dramatic and posh, and I just really love the characters. Um, it went on for like six seasons. I initially got into it in high school and followed it until its um, conclusion in, uh, I don't know, 2016, 2017. Um, but since then, two movies have come out, and I'm planning to see the next one with a friend next week. Um, so that'll be fun. But there's just a lot of lovely characters, and it's very heartwarming at times, very dramatic and touching at other times. So if you're into a good drama series, I would definitely recommend. Don't mind me. I'm just looking up something because I don't know much about Downton Abbey, but I wanted to call it probably the actual version of Woodworthy Manor because there was an episode of How I Met Your Mother where two of the characters get all posh and whatnot, and they're like, oh, yes, Woodworthy Manor, this is our favorite show. Interesting. It's sounded very British and drama-filled, <laughs> yeah. and so that's where my brain went. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yep, I don't know the context of uh, how I met your mother, so... Uh, 
if, if you're interested in how I met your mother, just don't. It's not that great. <laughs> so besides that, it doesn't that, hold up. Uh, I guess not. Nope. Besides that, two other movie series I really enjoy are Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, because uh, I am a full-hearted Harry Potter fantasy nerd. Is it um, the fandom called Potterheads? Potterheads. I don't know of Lord of the Rings fans. Ring bearers. That's kind of dumb. I mean, you have two rings. I do, <laughs> but that's besides the point. I'm um, just trying to make a name <laughs> for you. For these two movie series, I really love the world building that they both create, and uh, the characters are really cool. Um, the atmospheres are really wonderful the music is wonderful and they're just really memorable series for me anything else to say to that um i watched bits and pieces of the lord of the rings when i was younger my older sister really liked them i i feel like she had the extended versions but i never sat down and watched all three until i think last year when we watched them together and it was very enjoyable i made him watch the full extended cuts because those are the way to go and there's a very fun scene at the beginning of fellowship of the ring where mary and pippin are on a table singing a song drunkenly you you choose that as your memorable memory from fellowship of the ring yes (laughs) there's so many other ones the battle of helms deep is fantastic yeah that's pretty cool I don't know. I I very much enjoyed watching them. I'm sure we will rewatch them at some oh, yes. point. And at there's some, point. some Amazon series coming yes. out soon, which I know very little about. It's just called oh, yeah. The Rings of Power. We'll so. have to see if those are any good. Yeah, um, we'll see if they're good Because the animation from the commercials, although I didn't really watch them in depth, they looked pretty shoddy. So we'll have to look in. Yeah. look back at that. We will circle around back to that at some point uh and then harry potter i watched i think i went to go see the first four with my grandma and my older siblings and then i'm sure i saw the other ones in theaters as well i specifically remember seeing deathly hollows part two at midnight opening day while we were on vacation (laughs) up in charlevoix and they told us in the theater that there was an executive from Warner Brothers, and I highly oh. doubted it because it was a very small town theater we went to. <laughs> yeah. But we had fun. Um, yeah. I think the, the final book was the only one I actually read. I've read all of them. Yeah. That doesn't mean I remember many details, but... Are the books or the movies better? I like them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm. The books I, have a I, lot I more details, but... I love the visualization of a movie. I appreciate the fact that you will sit on a fence. You won't take a side on this. Yes, you can be both and. You can piss off both parts of the community. Yes, but it's the problem of neutrality. (laughs) Anyhow. Anyhow, uh, I guess the ones that I have written down here, the first one I have written down is The Dark Knight, which is a second movie in the Christopher Nolan Batman series. Um, Have you seen this one? I think I saw it in high school. It was okay. pretty violent for my tastes. <laughs> it's very dark. It is it is the Batman versus the Joker, and it's fantastic. It, it it does... I think it does justice to both of their... Justice! It does, <laughs> it does it to both of the Joker and um, Bruce Wayne as Batman, Christian Bale. Um, I think it does a good job with both of their characters, and Heath Ledger's Joker is just mm, 
Ah. He did the... a little um, kiss with his hands. I wish you could see Piece that. Piece de resistance. It, it. It's so... It, I mean, he... I think retroactively after he passed, got an award for it. Um, but some of the method acting he used for it, like he kind of, it seemed like he kind of went a little crazy. But mm-hmm. it, the performance was incredible. Uh, but in, so that's the thing with the trilogy, it peaks in the center. The Dark yeah. Knight is so much better than Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises. Ah. Gotcha. Yes. Let's talk about your other favorite movie here. Yeah, we realized that there were three written down here for Tyler, and I had one, so I threw another one. I threw yeah. John Wick on here. I do enjoy the John Wick movies. We watched the first one together, which... Oh, my gosh. That was very... I, I realized... It was just As the soon as I put part. it on, I realized, like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. She has to watch the sad part. Yes. The sad part to give you Spoiler context. Alert. Spoiler alert. Skip ahead like a minute. Sp- sp- hear yeah, skip this. ahead a minute if you don't so, want to hear spoilers John for the first Wick's John Wick. wife passed away, but before she passed, she gave him a little dog. A little puppy named yes. Daisy. And he wasn't fond of the dog at first, but he grew to love the dog. And it was kind of a huge memory of his wife. And I just thought, oh, that is so cute. Mm-hmm. Ah, Me- last memories of his wife in like a physical form, I guess. And then the dog is killed when uh, people come into his house and try to hurt him. Well, they want to steal said. his car because okay. the kid is terrible yes. and wants John's car, but John won't sell his car. So he kills the dog because the dog's like, arf, arf, I'm going to protect you, John. Yes. However, following that, there is, it has fantastic action. I believe they call mm-hmm. it gun foo. Gun foo. Gun foo. Uh, it, it, it's. Uh, I believe Keanu Reeves did most of his stunts for that, so he trained for those wow. movies. It's. It's just really enjoyable action. Uh, the second one also does a very good job with that. It has a bit more gore with it. The third one pushes the. Uh, envelope on the violence a little too much mm-hmm. to the point where like the action scenes are still fun to watch but then they go on about a minute longer to a point where you start feeling like okay this is a little uncomfortable and then the fight ends oh. and then once you get to the next fight it's enjoyable and then it goes on a little too long yes so i know right away that that's probably a movie i won't watch yep but the fourth one will come out next year or eventually and john and i will <laughs> go see eventually. it Yes. We'll go see it. I'm, I'm, Hi, John. I'm excited at least to go s- to see another John Wick movie um, after yes. watching Suicide Squad in theaters. I, yes. Yes, that was not great. Anyway, don't go see either of the Suicide Squad movies. That's a quick side note. <laughs> While we move on to uh, some of our favorite TV shows and movies that we both enjoy a lot. Yeah. So I guess we've kind of yes. introduced to each other, and we yeah. both very much enjoy them. Yes. So the first one is one we rewatched and just a little bit ago. We found this one together. Yes. It's called Travelers. It's on Netflix. And it's, to put it short, in short form, it's a um, pull up the two or three seasons. Two seasons. Two seasons. Um, about, like, time travelers 
coming to the 21st century and trying to save the world. Okay. What's the description? Every time I try to describe it to people, I don't know how it to. It just so comes I up just, as kind of weird. Exactly. I, I have the default to like reading the Wikipedia description or the not synopsis, but the overview. Yeah. Uh, it says, hundreds of years in the future, the last surviving humans discover a way of sending consciousness back through time directly into people in the thir- 21st century. Travelers who assume the lives of seemingly random people. They're also secretly working as teams to perform missions in order to save humanity from a terrible future. Armed only with their knowledge of history and an archive of social media profiles, the travelers, who include an FBI agent, a single mother, and a college student, discover that 21st century relationships are as much a challenge as their high-stakes missions. Uh, What was it? It says college student. It technically starts as high school, but he would technically be yeah. a college student later in the series but yeah. right it's a very enjoyable series mm-hmm. the pilot episode is very, definitely very confusing yeah it is um so once you're a couple episodes in, you're like oh this the, is interesting the characters are yes. very well written so and good. incredibly well acted um yeah they they all go through fantastic character arcs yes and they all have you, i would say do you have a favorite character Oh, it'd be um, David and what's her name? Marcy. Marcy. David, David and Marcy, Marcy are adorable together. Yes, they are. I like that a lot. Marcy has mm-hmm. a bit of a tragic character arc for a while, but it's also very yes, sweet. It is. David is just so sweet he, and he wants is, to help. He is a good boyfriend. Yes. Yes. David is like not actually one of these highly trained travelers. He's just like. He's just a nice along guy. for the ride. He's along for the ride. <laughs> He's great. So the whole series has really interesting world building mm-hmm. and characters and interesting plots and lots of interesting like hypothetical questions too. So like one, about morality. Yeah, and morality stuff. is would be a big one. And like if you had the power to go back in time to try to save humanity, would you do it at the cost of? Uh, potentially taking over someone's life yeah so i guess we should explain that a little bit the way that they send their consciousness into the past is that they find a moment in time where somebody's historically about to die Mm -hmm. and that's where they send their consciousness to so when that person would technically die they do die but then the travelers use that body and assume their Mm -hmm. life to continue and then they yeah. they definitely later on get into the morality of that like is that morally justifiable yeah. to take over this person's life and they're like well yes they were historically supposed to die that's where mm-hmm. they die and there's an opposing group that's like well why don't we just take why don't we just take anybody we need why don't we just take the president yeah. or whoever we need in the right time so it asks some really cool questions. Yes. I think uh, another big part of that, too, for me, is uh, the character of the director. Um, the director is a bit of a mysterious figure at uh, first in the series, and then you find out that uh, the director is the one who has been orchestrating this whole grand plan in order to send people back to the right moment and to give them the missions in order to save the world and the director steps in when things go awry and it's all meant to come together in this like big grand conclusion but a lot of um, episodes come up with the question what happens when the director isn't stepping in like we expected them to Mm -hmm. 
It, so they get into situations where like, oh, the director should have done something mm-hmm. just to be like, well, the director knows what happened. So obviously we're going to think of something mm-hmm. or something's going to happen that we don't know. Yeah. So it's a very interesting series and we would recommend it if you're into kind of the sci-fi action. We should probably genre. put a little warning on there that the end, it's not a happy ending, which I enjoy. I enjoy a nice... yeah. It, it's, it's a told well. Ending. It's a complex end. It's told yes. well. It tugs at emotions yeah. very well, and it's not necessarily a happy ending. Yeah, there are bits that are very happy and like, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit more somber. Yes. So if you're if you're okay with not everything being uh, daisies and roses at the end, yeah. hunky dory. Thank you. Just a weird phrase, and it's definitely now. Definitely watch it. <laughs> Yes. Do so you like to explain? Because this next, next one we have here, or two? actually these next two do, we have yeah, here. Yeah, I'll do the next Are two. ones that Tara showed me yeah. and I fell in love with them. Mm-hmm. So the first one I'd like to share is Howl's Moving Castle by Studio Ghibli. Or Ghibli. Ghibli. I'm not sure how it's pronounced, honestly. But it's one I've been a fan of since probably middle school. I've always enjoyed the Ghibli movies. But Howl's Moving Castle is one of my favorites. It's based off of a um, actual book, I think, by a writer named Diana Wynne Jones, and it just takes place in a fantasy realm, kind of like a imagine just like a pleasant um, European community, and like they have different cities. Like one's kind of like a castle town, one's in the. Uh, just in the near the coast and ones in like the middle of um, a field in the mountains. So very beautiful uh, picture, picturesque um, area. And then there's um, this magical castle run by a wizard named Howl. And you follow the story of him and um, a girl named Sophie. And they're trying to figure out what's going on with Howl, how to save him from this curse. And his magical castle um, has doors that lead to these different areas in the kingdom, which it's really fun. Um, it's a little confusing because it's kind of like an anime. <laughs> a lot of things aren't explained or they just look weird. But I would I would it. guess that they're explained in the book, but yeah. then there are sequels, like two sequel books. Yeah, they don't really have to do with like the okay. main story though. Okay, mm-hmm. well, either it, it's a very fun watch. Um, they actually have a pretty, I think it was like mid early two thousands. They got a pretty big name cast for that. Yeah, they got a, Christian Bale. Christian Bale is yes. Howl, which is interesting because I can't see him as anything but Batman. Right. Um, <laughs> He, Billy Crystal is yeah. Calcifer, this oh my gosh. sassy flame, flame fire, spirit, flame fire spirit, yes. fire mm-hmm. demon. Yes, technical technical term is fire demon, but yep. he's like in Japanese culture, demons can be good. Yeah, or bad. they're not necessarily mm-hmm. evil. It's more of just a spirit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Josh Hutchinson. As, oh my gosh! What's little, the little boy's uh, name? Markle. Markle. Yes, little Josh Hutchinson. He's probably he's probably like nine, yeah eight or nine time. at that point. Yeah, around probably around the same time he did Polar Express. Yes. <laughs> so it's a good watch as well as Avatar: Last Airbender, the uh, anime series. It's a forever classic for me. I could 
rewatch it at any point. I just love the characters, love the humor. It's very heartwarming. And I made Tyler watch it. Yep. Right when we started dating. Yes. And yes. I couldn't stop watching it. <laughs> it was really good. I had seen a couple episodes when yeah. I was a kid. Um, specifically, I remember seeing Appa's Lost Days and being very confused and being like, what the <laughs> heck is this? To f- come to find out later, it's literally the only episode where they show blood in the entire show. Uh, yeah. I feel like I've seen, I also saw t- part of Tales of Ba Sing Se and being confused. Yeah. Which, ta- which Tales of Ba Sing Se because is it's very, it's a cute episode, but yes. there's. It's not it's meant to like be little, action-packed as yeah. little vignettes. Yeah, vignettes. It's good. Mm-hmm. for it uh it i don't yeah for a kids show they're not afraid to take on some heavier themes which is really mm-hmm. good um so it, it does hold up very well uh it, it it's just a classic yeah so many people agree when it was put on netflix it just shot to number one and i guess I, I i was about to say my only hot take it's not even a hot take legend of Korra is does not hold a candle Yes. So if you're into like action and interesting and badly written characters. <laughs> yeah, the characters are not very well written at all in my opinion, but the the action's pretty good and the topics that they cover content-wise are interesting. That's fair. But all in all, Cora is not my favorite because yeah. I'm looking for interesting characters and humor and that's not something that they really hit on. Yeah, so The Legend of Korra is like a sequel series. Mm-hmm. It happens probably like 40 or probably like 60, something like 60 years yeah. after uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. At some point where most of the main cast has died and then they try to repeat the tropes of the Avatar cast, which varying degrees of success. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next one, Oh, the next one on this list I introduced yes. to Tara when we really enjoyed the show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. It's a comedy um, written by some of the same people that wrote The Office, if that means anything to you. I'm, I'm still not a huge fan of The Office. Some people just adore it. Mm, but, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Nine, it's a comedy about a group of people who work in a police precinct in New York. So they're the 99th precinct of Brooklyn, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And they've just got this huge, diverse cast of characters nice. who are absolutely fantastic they all bounce off of each other so well there are so many characters that you think like oh these people don't really interact and then the next episode they do interact and it's great yes so lots of humor lots of interesting development and uh i'm just like i can spend most of like their whole cast is great um andy samberg as jake peralta melissa Mm -hmm. fumero as amy santiago uh, Stephanie Beatrice as Rosa Diaz. Rosa's amazing. Rosa's hilarious. Rosa's great. Uh, Andre Brower as Captain Holt, who in interviews said he is not, he, uh, like, he acts as if he's uh, filming an actual cop show and everybody else is filming a comedy and it comes across perfectly because <laughs> he's, like, the one that's not supposed to be funny he's like the stern captain yes uh and he's like trying to hold everything together and it's amazing uh terry cruz as terry jeffords which he's great terry cruz is just great in general but it's probably my favorite comedy yes it's a great one it's a great show i would 
definitely recommend if you if you just want a comedy to watch it's so good it's like eight seasons it's fantastic yeah and i like how they paused the filming of the last season in order to rewrite it and be a little bit more what's the right word a little more uh, heavy-handed, well, with, not or not necessarily heavy-handed, heavy just a bit more, just more relevant. commentary on the yeah. current times. Culturally um, relevant, like yeah. they have um, COVID masks, and they're talking about like police reform, which mm-hmm. is very relevant to the time that it came out, which was probably 2021, 2020-ish. Mm-hmm. So I believe they had the whole final season written, yeah. and then um, with COVID in 2020 and with a lot of the media attention on Black Lives Matter and the police um, brutality, they scrapped it and completely rewrote the final season. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really cool for them just to be like, we have responsibility because we are writing a show about police officers that we can't just dismiss it and right. go business yeah. as usual and try to make people laugh. We have to make commentary be, on yeah, this. Yeah, be thoughtful about it, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, so the next one on our list is... Yeah, I just wrote down Star Wars Continuation. <laughs> yes, which because... we talked about this a little bit last episode, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but I so, think it goes without saying that yeah. we really enjoyed Mandalorian. Yeah, we just we can briefly touch on it. Mandalorian yeah. is very good. Um, uh, Book of Boba Fett was... Is all right. M- a mini season three preview of the Mandalorian. Yes. We're looking forward to the next season of Mando coming out uh-huh. at some I point. I think they announced January, 20, January, February, 2023. Okay. Um, and just a couple weeks ago, the Obi-Wan series started. That was last week, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yes. Not this past week, episode three, but like a week and two days ago because yeah. they dropped the first two episodes on a friday and then they've been dropping one they'll drop one episode every wednesday, wednesday. yes so that's half of very the series good. is out now yes it has been very enjoyable mm-hmm. i like uh, it i like the um the feel of like obi-wan undercover trying to be secretive but trying to come back into this world that's looking a lot different than it did 10 Th- years ago. That's what I've really been enjoying about it, because they, they're very intentional about showing Obi-Wan not necessarily um, using the Force or trying to use his lightsaber often, and I yeah. think that's a good, it's a, doing a fantastic way of showing that he really shut himself off from that stuff. He yeah. doesn't think about it. He obviously, he yeah. obviously doesn't he's train. He's worried to use it, too. He's worried to use it, and he's obviously rusty. Yeah. This last episode really pushed that point that he's rusty. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't watched even the part of the first episode, if you've just seen trailers, you probably didn't know, but there's little baby Leia, and she's really cute. That's a big spoiler alert. I wouldn't call it a big spoiler, because now the current trailers are starting to show her. Okay, good point. But there's just a point in the most recent episode where, like, they're trying to be undercover and sneaky and use different names, and he completely trips up. And yeah. to me, that was, like, a really cool way of showing, like, yeah, he is super rusty. He's not used to this. Not necessarily espionage, but he's not used to anything. Yeah. He's trying to live a simple life, trying mm-hmm. to survive. Yeah. So that's been really good. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we're looking forward to... Yeah, we had to just, change this list. Yes. Just one movie right now mm-hmm. that's coming out in, later this month, A Lightyear. Year. 
is scheduled to come out and I don't know if we're like super excited about it but it tugs on my I don't know if I'd say tugs on my heartstrings. That doesn't sound right. Tugs on your nostalgia. Tugs on my nostalgia and my childhood. Because uh, it's like up. the Buzz Lightyear origin yeah. story. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like they had this one animated show. I think it was a show about like Buzz Lightyear and some of his other space cadet friends um, solving adventures and going out on town. But it was only like a few episodes and. I think it probably came out like 15 years ago. So we grew up seeing that a little bit. And I think this will just be a fun continuation of um, his story and the Toy Story legacy, if you could call that. So Me, on the other fun. hand, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I've never I'm never told like, you about this. Sure. Sure. Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Why not? Yeah, why not? But anyhow, we'll see if it's uh, worth the nostalgia hype, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's a good, interesting story. See, I'm trying to rack my brain, like, what else? I can't think, there's not really anything else big coming out this year I can think of other than the new Blue People Avatar movie, oh, yeah. which I don't really care. I don't really care either. I heard it, it was filmed in 60 frames per second, and I think that's kind of funny because when they shoot movies in 60 frames per second, people complain about it making them sick. <laughs> and that seems like a James Cameron thing to do. Be like, I'm moving the I'm industry make, forward. Yes, and people are going to probably walk out of the theaters throwing up. Ha <laughs> ha. Lols. I think that might be funny. But yeah. I think the Into the Spider-Verse movie got delayed into 2023. Right. which we, that, that was supposed to be October. That'll be yeah. fun. My youngest brother really loves the first movie there and i enjoyed the animation style i think it's really fun really fun animation style it's very reminiscent of comic books yeah so i think that'll be worth the watch whenever it comes out Mm -hmm. i think it's may of next year okay nice or march i don't remember i know it got delayed into 2023 and then so did john wick somehow even though it was supposed to come out this year (laughs) oh no lots of things get delayed yeah yes but in other news, wrapping up today, uh, we... We have a plan update. We have a plan update. We have two new plants. Uh, one is a pothos, and one, I don't remember what it's called. Do you, it want, to, do you want to tell their names, though? Um, yes. So the pothos is named Lilith, and the tall plant is named Andromeda, because it looks very royal. Tara, and, Tara uh, picked out these names. Yes. It just fit the personality. That's Plants true. have personalities. Oh my gosh. Right? I just realized we talked about movies and TV shows. Yes. We didn't talk about Owl House. Do we have to? We can just say go watch Owl House watch on Owl Disney+. House. Plus. It is nice. It is a it cute is a, animated show. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Go watch Owl House. Yes. It is enjoyable. Yes. Even as an adult, even though it's a kid's oh, yeah, show. For sure. Uh, and moving on to our random review. Yes, we have review. a random review. Tara is giving uh, us a random word. We're going to talk about injuries now. I feel like I talk about injuries enough. How you injured your eye? Have you ever yes. broken a bone? Yes, I have. Um, I think three times. I first broke my arm when I fell down the steps when I was maybe two or three. Not fun. And next time I broke a little bit on my elbow when I was eight and I fell off the monkey bars. And in seventh grade, I was at a roller skating party, a height of middle school drama. And I... Who's going to hold hands with who for the couple skate? Oh my skate? gosh, yes. Who are you going to ask to be 
your your couple. And then when you ask someone, oh, it's your friends awkward. make fun of you because yeah. you asked someone to hold your hand for the couple skate. It's dumb. That was my second grade experience. I do not recommend. One out of five stars. One out of five. No yeah. one held your hand. I'll no hold one your held hand. My hand. Thank you. Uh, anyhow, I broke my wrist at this roller skating party when I went over like the the smooth top of the skating rink onto the carpeted oh, surface no. of like the the hangout area, and I tried to catch my fall with my wrist and broke it. And oh no! I had to wear a splint for probably a couple months. Oh, Injuries are not fun. Do not no. recommend. Uh, zero out of five stars. Zero out of five. Yeah. Uh, my claim to fame for a long time was that I never sprained or broke a bone. Uh-huh. Uh, I still have never broken a bone. I did sprain my ankle pretty bad uh, like two weeks before I moved into college. So I was yeah. worried I was going to be moving in on crutches. Wow. I was on crutches for a while. I screwed up my ankle really bad. I was going for a run with a friend. Mm-hmm. And while warming up, I ran right into a hole and oh, twisted no. my ankle really bad Ow. enough that it sprained pretty bad. Ouch. And so then I had a, um, some type of like gel cast on Ooh. for a couple of weeks and, uh, was on crutches for a couple of weeks, which okay. was nice. Cause I got to quit my McDonald's job early. Cause I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't able to work on crutches, but I, I guess did, that's one way to get off a job you don't like. Yeah. Uh, I did stop using the crutches like a couple of days before moving into college, but I still had to wear the liquid cast for a couple okay. days. Gotcha. Injuries. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. Don't get injured. It's not fun. Do not pass go. Do not collect $100. Nope. $200. $200. Don't collect money. Don't collect money. You give money because you're sick and broken. Yeah. We yeah. Didn't talk about <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, next time next on time, Real Buyer Reviews. We'll be reviewing two-player games. So not, not games you can play with... More than two people, just strict two-player games, whether which, that's a video game or a board game. Which means that you just get to... You're, you're spared of hearing Tara complain about how I'm good at Mario Kart. Yeah. And You don't need Rose. to hear about that. Because those are up to eight people or 16 people. And I never win. <laughs>